1: We made it. It's your host with the most, Chris Miner, mm. a.k.a. Talk To Me Nice, available now, a.k.a. Mm. The Slim Thick, Strinker Bell, you know what I'm saying, giving mm. these boys hell, Dino Sprimoni, <laughs> Extra Cheese and Pepperonis, you heard, you feel me? I'm still very fucked up from the listening party.
0: It's been a long week. It's been a long, long <laughs> week, man, but we here. What's yeah. good, Dalton? Hey, uh, I did not realize you were wearing that shirt. That's the the Koofy. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. It's you know it's me. We put the album out. It's here, inshallah. Um, you know, um, we're gonna talk about that a lot. <clears throat> that that actually was the intro from the album that it's, you just heard,
1: was, uh, performed by Dev, written by, uh,
0: Ridge, Ridge One, Ridge One, Khan, Jordan Khan. <laughs> yeah, um, so it's out. Um. At the very top, I just want to say that it's available on all platforms, yes. But um, if you want to ask my preference, I please ask please ask that you purchase the album from Bandcamp because they don't take as much of a cut as like these other companies do, and it's way better than getting streaming pay. And then you help us and Chris make more stuff happen. So, Bandcamp, it's available, it's only seven bucks. You can also buy his whole discography for $11.90. It's there. So, um, that link will be in the description. As always, I will also put his link tree in there so you can go, you can find all his stuff. It'll have the Apple Music, Spotify title <coughs> if you if you just want to do those things. But the Bandcamp will be at the very top, all his socials will be at the bottom. So, uh, you know, uh, help brother out with a follow and shit. Um <laughs> so you can, you know, see what he's got going on. Um, but yeah, we're here. The album is out. Um we had a listening party on Friday. Um
1: successful. No violence. No uh <laughs> there's no violence. No egos. No no people there trying to steal energy. <coughs> it was a beautiful event. Uh shout out to Steph and Katie for letting us um host the uh the the uh the listening there yeah um uh I wanted to keep it very intimate I'm glad I, actually I over invited but I'm glad the amount of people that well
0: for these events you usually do because you know yeah yeah, never, yeah. Show up, so. uh uh I
1: I'm glad I uh I'm glad the people that came came like you know everybody that was supposed to be there was there um uh, so I appreciate that. More than uh, anything, uh, especially in the times that we're in. Um, but if you was gonna risk your life to listen to an album, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. I'm glad it was mine. So again, thank y'all for uh, coming and support. Um,
0: yeah, and then and even with that, I think everybody was pretty spread out. No one like was all up in each other's faces unless we were like saying hello. But other than that, yeah, we 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 all.
1: We, we, we did our thing. Even when
0: yeah. me, me and you were performing outside the Realist. Yeah. We, we spaced around each other. It's like we
1: we're going to go uh, viral <laughs> out there in a minute. Hey, <laughs> nah. know, I posted the video. <laughs> but, um.
0: So how, how'd you like that? I mean, let's talk about Lista Party. How how you feel? I mean, like doing?
1: I said, bro, like it was, uh, it was, it was nice. It was beautiful. It was easy, um, which I
0: appreciated.
1: I don't like to complicate things. Mm-hmm. Uh only my relationships do I complicate.
0: Uh <laughs> and then you know, private residence. Private so residence, yes. Yeah, so invite only.
1: Invite only. Mm-hmm. Uh we uh we had uh raising cane. We uh Dalton catered uh raising canes <laughs> yeah. for us. Yeah, uh, yeah, pay for bottles on bottles on bottles on bottles. Uh again, shout out to Steph and A lot Katie. Of they uh brought they And then
0: people kept bringing alcohol.
1: Yeah, so I uh, needless to say, I was pretty uh I was pretty I was pretty drunk. Like, at the end of it, like tequila just started yeah. not mattering any. Like, I know it's tequila in the shot glass, but I don't care.
0: Hey, shouts to Katie though. She was making these random concoctions up with what she had. Um yeah. we yeah. told her she should make a book yeah. with uh drinks recipes because they were all pretty good. Um uh, my wife was definitely drunk. She threw up when she got home. <laughs> yeah. Dev was not having a good day. Um Uh. <clears throat> I drank enough to where I got hype. That's all I was trying to do. And I succeeded at that. But I definitely wasn't drunk because I definitely remember every moment. I didn't say nothing crazy. (laughs) Uh, I think people thought I was losing it because I took my shoe off. Yeah. But I, I, like I said, this is a reason why I wore those, I wore my BBC Stan Smiths for a reason because there's a song called Billionaire Boys Club on the album with Chaz and Brandon. And I was like, I just want to explain why I wore these shoes. So I had to take it off because I didn't want to put my foot in the air. So I was explaining why. <laughs> but I remember Joseph was like, hey, man, put, put your shoe back on, man. Like like I was like losing it. But I was like, no, no, no. This really has a story behind it. It yeah. did, though. And I told the story. Then it made more sense. But when I just had my shoe off, they were like, what the fuck is this guy doing?
1: Uh, needless to say, we were all pretty drunk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But nah, um. We all haven't had a song together, Chaz and Brandon and myself. We haven't had a song together, uh, well... Ever. Ever, because Brandon wasn't rapping at that time. Right, it was, yeah. Me and Chaz used to record at Dalton's all the time. Um, We had songs together, obviously, and then once Brandon started uh, rapping, you know, I did a song on his first project, and then uh, we, I think, I only... That's the only song we have together other than this one. I produce, like, a lot of shit for them. Yeah, production-wise, yeah. We never rap. So, it was cool to get the band back together. Also, Katie, uh, I say her name a lot on the pod. Uh, Katie was there. Or Katie was on the song with us. Uh, Parnell, (laughs) shout out to Parnell. uh, Follow Parnell um, on Instagram, Twitter. He wrote that hook. And um, I got... it was actually a friend of mine's idea to uh, get a girl to do it instead of letting uh, Parnell do it. So first person I thought of was Katie, and then I was like, you know, let me hit up Corn. Corn is also on the hook as well. I was like, their vo- their vocals would uh, mesh well together. Mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah. um, and uh, it turned out better than I expected. The, the one thing outside of um, the rapping on the album that I really wanted to showcase was my producer side as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know if niggas forgot or whatever, because I haven't, like, produced for another artist, like, it, like a single-wise in a while, I guess. <clears throat> but, yeah, I don't know if niggas forgot, like, this is, like, what I do, you know? So uh, I wanted to be able to showcase that I could still, like, put a, uh, a structure, a song as a producer, like, this sounds good here. I need that done there. Uh X, Y, and Z, you know, like and I and I feel like um the songs where I was able to showcase that was the Neptunes or the BBC. It was Neptunes originally. We changed it to uh, Billionaire Boys Club. But uh I was able to showcase that on that and uh, another song uh that is actual actually like the B side to Billionaire's Boy Club is girls. I tried to do those songs in the same lane. So I wanted to go for a similar feel, but mm-hmm. toned down, you know, uh, more of a vibe. And uh, I was able to get, like, six people on that hook, yep. including myself, uh, Callie, Coco, Diamond, and Jonathan. We all did that hook. And um, Parnell wrote his part of the hook, and we we put it together. It was beautiful. Um, also... A, um, I've taken most of the credit, but who deserves most of the credit is really uh Da Vinci uh guy I met. Uh actually working with Jonathan Joseph and mm-hmm. those guys. Uh yep. young young guy. And he was uh very hungry. Like he 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 wants all the work, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um he, yeah. He's I, never mixed an album before. Mm-hmm. Like he's mixed of he mixed some songs for me off of uh you must take me for a joke he uh mixed like two songs on there for me and i liked what he did there so when it came to ta- when it came down to i think i got all the songs like done the way i want them recording wise because i recorded the album uh myself uh with uh some assistance from uh whoever recorded brandon's verse i'm sure he did actually and uh, Do- uh donnie uh from the dojo who just put out a project y'all y'all should go check that out domino um uh he recorded chaz verse when chaz was here when we did that wild ass podcast episode (laughs) so um yeah outside of those two things i recorded the whole album everybody pulled up to my parents house and we were just upstairs felt like motown uh i had just niggas walking in and out like getting these parts done and um but yeah da vinci uh Deserves most of the credit though, because like I said, he 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 he's never mixed an album before. So we were really in there figuring each other out. Like I, I was trying to see what how he how he does things mm-hmm. and I was trying yeah. to let him know how I wanted certain things to sound. Like the uh if we if we were to make a mood board, the one thing I told him like I'm not aiming for is like crazy like effects on the vocals. Like I told him Several times, I don't need the Kendrick Lamar level yeah. of like all the shit that uh, what's, what's homie's name? Uh, that mixes uh, mixed by Ali. I don't need all that he's crazy. Amazing shit. Though, he's amazing, he's dope, yeah, he's dope. But you know, I didn't want there to be too much,
0: yeah, fluff. I think we talked about that before because when we were talking about mixing, I was like, I was like, we wanted, I want this to be as pure as possible. Yeah, I don't want all that um, you know, splash on there. I want just chris in there yeah i don't need chris in space yeah
1: i wanted i wanted it to be like direct in your face uh i never sounded as confident as i do now uh on these records that i that we just put out um yeah you know i feel like uh you can really hear it this time like i really and to be quite quite honest with you it didn't take me long to do as far as the actual making of the music Mm -hmm. like if I had to put a time on it, it literally took me like a month, like in days. Like, let's say one of the longer months. Let's say it
0: took me 31 days to do right. Um, but, um, this. Right. Uh, but this this album, quote unquote, um, evolved multiple times.
1: Yes, because it started off as something totally yeah, different. Complete,
0: like, mul- like uh, yeah, multiple times, because like because what happened was he was working on a project and then what? Then something happened. Then you must take me for a joke came out. Right. Cause he had to get those emotions out. Right. So then after that came out, he, he immediately started working on other stuff and that evolved like a couple times. And then it, he fell on this. Cause like the original songs, none of them are on there. No, the only song actually
1: that I had for over, like, well, since the top of the year was always, yes. I did that when, uh, like the day after New Year's, mm-hmm. I think, or the day before, I can't really remember, but, um, yeah, but,
0: but nothing else. Yeah. Everything <laughs> was else was just in the ether still. Yeah. I but. just,
1: you know, once I found out, cause that's the thing. I think a lot of artists need to go in the studio with like direction, especially if you're working for yourself. By yourself, because it's
0: it's the biggest thing that I think young, especially younger artists. I mean, Mm -hmm. we've been doing it for a long time. Right. So when we go, we go to do a job Mm -hmm. like some people go in there to, you know, I'm in the studio. I'm having a good time. like
1: I think that's how a creative ends up having a hard drive full of records that will probably never come out mm -hmm. because the direction isn't there. I had the intent of talking shit. And talking about how good I am at talking shit. Like that was my intent. And sonically yep. I knew that I wanted to uh, create a feel that I love when I listen to Kanye or Jay or mm-hmm. Pusha Team or Just Blaze Yeah or, they just in your face. Or, yeah, yeah like I wanted to recreate I wanted to recreate that type of feel
0: He texting. So I stopped talking. boy (laughs)
1: um
0: anyways uh that type of feel is the last thing you said yeah um (laughs) i wanted
1: to recreate that type of feel because uh it uh that's what i that's what made me fall in love with hip-hop in the first place you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and uh DJ Premier. It's like all those guys that did that, like in that era, like that's what, that's the feel I wanted the music to have. And I wanted it to be aggressive. Like when I would stand up to get at my mic or whatever, there was only like two, maybe three artists that I was trying to recreate some type of level of aggression that they had on the track. It was Jay, it was Pusha T and it was Wayne. Uh, Uh Those three when I, when I would, who was standing in front of me? Cause it's not the mic. You know what I'm saying? So who am I rapping at to let them know that if we was in a battle, show this me is my how, opponent. Yeah. Type shit, mm-hmm. you know? And sometimes it would be Jay. I'll just visualize Jay and I'll be like, okay, this is how I need to come. So he'll feel me and what I'm saying, or, if this is pushing I know I need to like really get very cynical and intricate with yeah. what I'm saying. And if it's Wayne, yeah. it just kind of exudes confidence. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So um, that's just how I felt coming off. And uh, I think I executed. I mean, I could talk about it all day. Uh, the reviews have been great. Uh, uh, the reviews have been great. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like <clears throat> I just feel like um, this was everything that I uh, I really wanted to do, and uh, I was able to achieve it. Not by myself again. I had a a good strong support system. Um, Dalton, uh, Ryan, Jesse, Ridge, Dev, uh, Justin. We, uh, Jonathan, I can I'll never forget Jonathan. Uh Jonathan uh, steals the show every time. Uh, <laughs> he, um, but yeah, it was, uh, and we're back. Yeah. Sorry. Had some technical difficulties as these <laughs> things tend to do. No, it was not a technical difficulty. Oh. Uh, that means I fucked up. Oh, no. Which I didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you did not. Um, <clears throat> but where were we? Yeah, the album's dope. And, uh, if you if you if you want to lend your ear to ear to it, you know, by all means, uh, we got some special shit. We're in the works. We're gonna get out there to help promote, keep this album alive. Cause I don't think it needs to fall by the wayside. I really think that uh everyone should hear this album because again, this uh, album is about supreme confidence in myself. I, I I in my mind I'm thinking I feel so confident in myself that it should just rub off on to whoever listens to it, and then you feel comfortable. Or not comfortable, uh, confident in yourself, um, you know what I'm saying? Rather you, 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 you typing at the keyboard, or my fucking warehouse, or single mother, or uh, whatever the case may be. Like I feel like this album should give you something to bask in your own glory about. You know what I mean? Because that's what it did for me. Um, I'm a vessel. I'm a servant. Uh, so that's that's what I'm here to do. Uh, I want to shout out to uh Armani, uh uh The Vibrant, Parnell, very intricate, uh Da Vinci, uh You're
0: doing the shouts outs again. Yeah, corn, okay.
1: <laughs> Katie, Callie, Coco, Ridge, Dev, Justin, Ruby Miller, like everybody who uh B. Anderson, Chaz French, everybody who had anything to do with the uh the album, man, uh Donnie, <clears throat> Dalton, uh, yeah, everybody, bro. Like everybody that had their hand in this pot some type of way, uh I I I I I appreciate it because again, um there's no way I could have got this done alone, you know what I'm saying? Especially with everything that's going on in the world today, you know what I'm saying? I think uh unity is needed now more than ever. Um and you know I gotta be Commissioner Gordon to throw out the bat sign for the bat family to come. You dig, like that's what the fuck I gotta do. And we did that. Justice League, all that any little metaphor you like to use there. Um but yeah. Any any you got any
0: other thoughts on the album? Because I really
1: wanted to speak for itself. You know what I'm saying? I don't
0: wanna I mean this is the episode. The episode's gonna be called Talk to Me Nice. This episode is your episode. Right. Because your album came out. It did. <laughs> So on Halloween, that's why
1: I'm wearing orange and black. Yeah, there you go. I had to like you know keep that spirit going, (laughs) and I did not know that um, Outkast and Jay Z dropped ten years ago or something like that on this on Halloween as well. I forgot. I can't think of the albums right now. Stankonia is the
0: is the Outkast one you're talking about.
1: So was it the Dynasty for Hove? I think it was, or they say it's a Hove album. I mean, cause he rapped on like every song. Yeah, just it was about. more like a compilation, yeah, but it was a compilation. as well
0: supposed yeah. to. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I don't know. I, do, I definitely know the Outkast wants Stankonia, though, for sure. Yeah, well, we
1: can we can fact. Let me. I'll just. Right. Oh y'all! I got an iPhone now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. He so did. you really got really got to me, really gotta talk. Shout out to my mom, bro. No like, more
0: green messages. She uh she just was like, here, you know, and I was like. See, even your mom got sick of you with an Android. She has an Android. No, but she's tired, tired of seeing you with an Android. Oh, yeah. Your mom has a newer Android. Yeah, she
1: has a newer Android. That's yeah. what I'm saying.
0: She got. She was like, ah, my baby with the remote. It <laughs> should look like a fucking TV remote.
1: Hey, Siri. <clears throat> what album did Jay-Z drop? Ten years ago. Ten years ago. The Blueprint is by Jay-Z. I don't think it was The Blueprint. No,
0: because that was 2001.
1: Uh, yeah, well, you know, we'll fact check it. We're not a fact checking podcast, we're just gonna say that it was goddamn
0: the dynasty. That sounds right, time wise. Yeah,
1: I I wouldn't know. I
0: really can't think of another one.
1: Speaking of Halloween, man, the creative ideas, not for the adults, but for the kids that y'all adults came up with, so they didn't have to go door to door. Hey, hats off to y'all, bro. Like, I can't wait to be a parent and hopefully we're not in a fucking pandemic or epidemic or none of that. By the time I do become a parent, but the way uh, I saw the parents like really, you know, kind of show off for their kids this Halloween in particular, because it's first Halloween in a pandemic. That shit was dope to see. Um, I saw a lot of y'all went out, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not the fun police, you know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to say y'all did anything wrong. I am just saying, you know, bag, bag, give me 50 feet. You did. Research, you know come back around when you know your two weeks are up you know what i'm saying because that <laughs> that covid shit you know um it's still very active as they say it's gonna hit harder because of the weather but you know i leave that up to god and what he decides to do um but yeah uh halloween uh did you see any like dope interesting costumes i know a lot of people did
0: like different mm. shit man uh Shelby's sister actually had a dope on her and her daughter. I I we have we we messaged her to ask her the question, did did she make it? I don't know if she made it, but she dressed up as um uh a rogue from uh X-Men, but the cartoon. Right. Um so she had the jacket and everything. She got contacts in, all that shit. And then her daughter was Jubilee. Word, so, that's uh, fire. She had the glasses, and uh, so I was like, did they make this? Did they buy it? Because it looked like I spot it on. Looked, it looked spot yeah. on. They killed that shit. Um, I don't know if you saw that dude dressed up as Trunks. No, I didn't see that. There, there was a... Uh, he's on Twitter all the time. Uh, this uh black dude, but he he uh, dyed his dreads purple. Oh, that's fire. Dog. He, and then he had the sword and everything. He I don't know where he got the castle court jacket, though, it but is. he got all that shit. Oh, that's he, fire. Yeah, he, he killed that shit. That's when I saw... Um, I really want to see what Jesse's cousin made because, you know, he makes costumes. Right. I didn't see Jesse wore a unicorn onesie. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but, My boy, Jesse. Uh,
0: me and Shelby were Mr. and Mrs. Smith last night. Oh, that's uh, dope. We were the house blew up. So they were in there like whitey tidies and shit. So we wore that last night. Oh, OK. Yeah. I was Uh.
1: uh I was a nigga in the bed. Uh, that was my costume I was <laughs> still hungover So I didn't try to move around too much Couldn't find my keys I was looking for my keys I knew I had them And I guess I mean In my drunken state Because by the time I stumbled through the door Mind you The podcast Or not the podcast Fuck The uh, listening party Was from 9 till 1230 Well we were there way earlier than that Yeah Because we, we had set up But like I kept it short and sweet Everybody got to go home But we got home so early It was like Ah You know and then um probably pulled up to the crib around 1 had you know and i just stumbled in the house and i took the rest of the chicken tenders home <laughs> i threw that shit in the fridge i just laid on the couch for a minute got a couple phone calls a couple texts and i was like yeah i'm finna just find my way upstairs and i just whatever you know and then i woke up the next morning because Dev had left her purse at Katie's and I brought it back to mine, so they go pick it up. They were coming to pick me up. We were all going to go eat breakfast or whatever. And I was like, where the fuck are my keys? I'm like, I'm tearing in my room, looking at clothes, uh, the fucking couch. I was like, bro, okay, Dev, check your bag because maybe in my drunken state, I just threw the, my keys in your bag, not in the bag. So I'm like, fuck, bruh. So I went to the backyard to smoke a cigarette last night, right? It was probably like 10, 30, 11, And... I hear rustling in the bushes. So I'm like, that's too big to be a fucking cat. And then I start hearing the hiss. I'm like, that's a possum. Gotta go. So I read, I put the cigarette out, ran upstairs. I turned the shower on upstairs, over the window, and I continued my cigarette. But I was rocking back and forth each other. Like, bro, because possums traumatize me, bro. I don't know why. <laughs> I do not know why. this goddamn devil rats, man. I hate fucking possum. i hate them they're not cute they're not cuddly they're big ass fucking rodents that have no woes about fucking the trash up or just being somewhere they shouldn't be and um yeah i was outside it was dark the moon was full last night i was like this this this, this the possum that has rabies obviously like there's it, just too much shit adding up it's halloween it's a full moon <laughs> the moon's blue and it's dark it's cold yeah that you know ran upstairs the so anyways I had to wake my dad up to get his keys so I could go out front and kick it with Jonathan and came back in the house, went to sleep, whatever. Woke up this morning early because the time went back. I woke up at like 830 or 845. Like, what the fuck is going on here? And my parents come home, you know, they go grocery shopping every Sunday or whatever, mm-hmm. helping get the groceries in. So my dad was like, Ain't these your keys right here? Literally on the fucking bar, bro. In the kitchen. Like, where, because I took the rest of the Don Julio home with me, so I slid the—I must have slid my keys on the bar and then just slid the bottle. But I removed the bottle because we killed it on the way to go eat breakfast. <laughs> I didn't see my keys. I don't. I don't fucking know. So, anyways, got my keys back. Yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was the whole story. To yeah,
1: I I, 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 I lose them motherfuckers
0: religiously with ease yeah
1: i would imagine if i had a car key on them i would keep up with them more but probably not you know um speaking of which so the day that i got this iphone mm-hmm, me and my mom's is in the kitchen we watching uh they do this thing i don't know what channel it's on it gotta be on like true or lifetime or something but like a, a celebrity doctor like does the opti like he goes back and look at You know people who's died, autopsy, and try to figure out what their like real cause of death was. Okay, because the technology like back when Rick James died or Uh one of the women that was in the Supremes before Diana Ross got there, she that those are two episodes that we had uh, watched. So we're watching this as it's on TV. I just hear a knock at the door, and usually, if somebody's knocking at the door, it's my brother. I don't know why he doesn't call like a normal person. He just knocks at the door. Uh well I guess that's normal too. We we made it unnormal by telling people to call our cell phones and like tell me when you outside type shit. But this is his parents' house, so he you should be able to just walk in, you know. Anyways, so I hear a knock at the door and I'm like, I wonder who this could be. So I'm walking to the door, and I kinda peek out the blinds, you know what I'm saying? You gotta peek out the blinds before you open the door. You never know. It might be the cops. So <laughs> every time somebody knocks at my door, I actually think it's the police. That's uh bad. But anyways, um I see a guy. and He kind of leans over to like, so I can see him through the blinds. He gives me a wave. I'm like, okay, he's here to sell me something. You know, I just don't know what it is yet. So I open the door. He was like, hey man, uh, I see you got a few shingles loose on your roof, oh and God. bro. Oh, my. so I'm like,
0: these motherfuckers.
1: Bro. So they do the roof and they do car. Like, that's their thing. And yeah. they were like, we'll give your parents a rental car. We can knock these dings out. I was like, I know that car over there is totaled out. It's from like 08, the Buick or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like, that's just totaled out. They were talking about the, just bullshit, you know, shit that's going over my head. I don't own a home, nor do I drive. So I'm like, bruh, my parents don't want it. I don't own anything. Continue on with your day. I'm sorry. May God bless you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so he ran to his truck to get a fucking uh, pamphlet for my parents. And it, he was with two women. One went across the street, and one stayed at the door with me. So I'm just outside. I ain't got my jacket on, and it's frigid that day. It's very cold. So I'm like, yeah, so I don't know why y'all are still persisting, because, you know, we're not finna... We're not, not gonna buy it. Not gonna buy it. So <laughs> she was like, You're, you look all cool, and... Why don't you have a car? I was like, bitch, first of all, that ain't none of your motherfucking business. (laughs) But if you must know, (coughs) you know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, you know, uh, shit, got in a bad accident when I was a kid. And that shit traumatized me. So, you know, I don't really just drive like that no more. Made her feel like shit, (laughs) to say the least. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't know. I was like, no, you good. You know what I'm saying? If you want to give me a ride sometime, you know, here go my car. You know what I'm saying? Did she look at it? No, I didn't get anything. I was just bullshitting. I made that last part up. I bet you did. <laughs> I'd be having fantasy. You know, you got this fantasy in your head. Mm. Uh, but anyways, um, so he comes back with the pamphlet. I'm like looking at it. You know, you got him fake like you. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Exactly. I'm like,
0: oh, wow. Okay.
1: $30 deductible.
0: All That's right. amazing, y'all. I don't
1: know what none of this shit mean.
0: I'll make sure Mr. Minor gets it. Right. So <laughs> then he goes to his truck a second time. Why? I'm going to tell you. Oh, shit. Now, this
1: sold me. <laughs> when he brought it to me, I was like, yo, we got to get this shit. You know what I'm saying? He brought a fucking model of the shingles that they're going to put on the roof. But it was in this, like, big-ass, like, foldable thing. You've, it got a handle on it. Like, it's huge, bro. It's bigger than this coffee table. Yeah. And it just had, like, different shingles on there and then describing the shingles. Like, some shit you see at Home Depot. Like, yeah, a display a, of this. A, yeah. a mobile version. Yeah. So... I was like, he was like, okay, now this is blah, blah, blah. And these, these shingles are bulletproof and all this shit, right? And I'm like, yo, okay, yeah. I mean, do I? He was like, no, that's yours. You can keep it. I was like, we can keep it? Bet. <laughs> <That." laughs> so I ran to the house. I showed my mom. I was like, bro, look at, look at the fucking shit. She was like, oh, like she that hyped her up too. Yeah, But then I went to the real party police. You did That's my dad. He was like, "Get that shit out of here, <laughs> bro!" He said, "Go throw it in there with the rest of my junk." Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, was yeah. like, "You're not even gonna look at it. This it's is cool." Roof. Yeah, <laughs> like, "Come on, nigga, we need a new roof." But uh, I don't know why I told that story.
0: I don't know either. I enjoyed it. It was a good story, but I don't know why. I don't know why I told it. Somebody, because you, you some of
1: the license you brought it up, but yes. Anyways, oh yeah, because the woman asked me why I don't drive. Yes, yeah. exactly. Uh, <sighs> It's been a long fucking week. That's bro. why
0: that story came up. Cause you just discombobulated right now. I'm very, you know, everything's everywhere. I told you it's your episode. We could go wherever you want to go, oh. but, uh, you know, um, to go back to the album real quick, um, and the listening party. Uh, uh-huh. um, so, uh, uh the listening party is the first time I met. I actually met Da Vinci in person, mm-hmm. um, so that was cool as well. You know to talk because like I always like to see younger people, mm-hmm. and then like you know what they uh, they you, sauce, yeah, like to see what the, you know what they on, and then like um, very reserved guy, but he will surprise you. Yeah, but he 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 walked right up to me. He's like, uh, "You're dog right." He's like, "Yep," and then he said, "Bro, it's good to finally meet you." He's like, "He the first thing he asked me, how did you like how it sounded." Uh, I told him
1: that you went to school for this. And-
0: right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So like, um, for those that don't know, I th- engineering was like my first thing, um, that I did, um, um, for, for music was it just engineering in general. So sound quality has always been like a big thing for me. Like I can, when I hear like cool mixes, I'm like, yo, that's a dope mix. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I like vinyl records and shit, because like I just like the way things sound in general. Um, mixing just becomes a whole different ball game. It takes a lot of time. You got to keep upgrading your equipment. Um, suffice it to say, I got tired of that shit, right. <laughs> and I'm not patient enough for it. What What showed me that I'm not patient enough for it was when I owned a studio, and then people don't try to pay, and people yeah. try to. They think they ask for these stupid-ass things. So I was just like, all right, I'm just going to oversee albums. I'm just going <laughs> to make right. sure they get there and get right. finished. But I, I'm i engineering. It. I'll record you, though. Know, Recording is no problem. I did the mixing part is like with the, oh, shit.
1: Yeah, and I and I, and I I knew that about Dalton because everybody that knows Dalton does it. He's like, well, bro, why don't Dalton mix your music? And I'm like, "He don't want to. and not like as bad quality as he does not physically want to do it. And we just had a conversation on the way over here today. And I was like, bro, you know, as a a good leader has to realize what people's strengths are, what they can and can't do, or in this case, what they will and won't do. And you can't force them to do that. You know what I'm saying? So you got to work with their strengths. Like I said before, uh, I think we all had like a group Google, um, hangout thing or whatever when we were first getting the album together Mm -hmm. and ideas. And I told everybody like, yo, Dalton is like the guy you go see when it's done because he's going to show you the best way to do it. Before this, I never had a link tree. Is that what it's called? A LinkedIn, a leak tree. (laughs) Um, never thought about like promoting it in the way that Dalton's planning on promoting it. I don't want to spill the beans just yet. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, like, yeah, Dalton, uh, Master, he took, he you know, he spent the bread to get the album, Master. Like, he's that guy. Like, bring it to him, and he going to show you how to do You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's his strength. And that's where he flourishes the most for me anyways. Because as far as the engineer goes, for the young artists who's just getting into it, it has to be a marriage with you and your engineer. Like, and you have to have a real solid relationship with your engineer. Like, the first couple of times y'all meet shouldn't even really be about music. Like, it should literally be about, okay, like, what talk about music, but not yeah. the music that you're there to work on. For sure. What album do you like? Oh, okay. I like how that song is mixed, or I like how loud that beat is, or I like how the ad-libs are, or I like that transition. Like, those type of conversations are the conversations that artists should have with their engineer. Uh, First and foremost, second, well, this is really first, you should have an in-house producer, I mean, engineer. Um somebody obviously that knows your sound and you know, I'm not like holding Da Vinci uh, hostage or anything because he's working on Joseph's album. Mm -hmm. He's working on a lot of guys in the, he's working with Chaz. He's working with uh, a bunch of guys in, uh, in around, you know, the city or whatever. So I'll never say I'm holding him hostage, but I am definitely trying to groom that relationship between him and I. So I can get to the point, you know, if, me and him can't link up, but I need something mixed. He already know what I need him to do mm-hmm. on this particular type of song, and uh, he, we actually tested that theory out before, and we just did it again. We mixed the whole album together at my house, but uh, well, he mixed it, but we were at my house, and uh, I sent him a record that didn't make the album because uh, you know for whatever reason we just I, I was I was foolish, and um. I sent it to him. I was like, bro, I need this mix before the listening party because I planned on previewing it. He sent it back and I was like, yo, flawless. You know, we're good. Uh-huh. Miles actually mixed the beat. Da uh-huh. Vinci just mixed my vocals. So... Uh, and I made the beat. So we uh, we plan on dropping that after... When we need a stimulus boost, if you will, for when the album goes up. But anyways... Um, yeah building that relationship with engineer is almost as crucial as the relationship your pen has with your paper like you, you need that marriage and yeah. um, there's somebody that actually wants to do it like that's not gonna bullshit you that's not just gonna take your money mm-hmm. and tell you oh you know some shit came up I gotta go yeah blah 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 like somebody who's actually wanting to create music with you there's, there's engineers out there like that because my favorite records you know that were made And the level that I appreciate as far as mixing goes, like everybody's not going, some engineers can only do that poppy, vibey or trap soul type of sound. Like they they literally trained themselves to only do that because that's what's popular right now. And there's nothing wrong with those guys, but I couldn't take my work to them and expect for my shit to sound like, or feel like when you hear it, how, uh, how fucking, blueprint sounded you know what I'm saying like that those are two totally different tastes so I say find your sound find your engineer build 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 and it's you know I try to do everything with as less um, friction as possible because you know disagreements don't have to be arguments and fuck you's all the time you know what I'm saying it can literally be like I think it should be this way No, I don't think it should be that way. Well, why don't you, why do you feel like it should be that way? Well, let me tell you this. And y'all should both be, y'all should have the aha moment and be like, okay, you're right. Or, okay, you're right. And move forward. Mm -hmm. Like, me and Don haven't had an argument about music ever. Me and Da Vinci, since we've been working together, haven't had any friction. Um, Even me and Armani, he said he made a beautiful post about the album and everything that he (laughs) he was going through. I never argued with Armani about music Ever. We argued about basketball, but never music. Because a lot like Dalton, I learned this from Dalton, I'm not going to tell you that something's bad. Right. I want you to tell me how you feel about it. Uh And if you feel like you can do it better, then let's do it better. But if you feel like this is how you... Because even me, I'll record a verse over and over and over and over and over again until I feel like I got it sounding how I want it to sound. Right? And once I get that version of it, I'm not going to re-record it. Like I'm not doing anything. Like a lot, mm-hmm. every song on this album, I, it took me a lot. It, it wasn't that I needed to learn my verse, or it, it's literally, am I saying it how I yeah, need delivery. to say it, yeah. right? So before anything, I mix or anything, I'm sending these songs out because do you understand why I'm saying it like this? Like do you feel how I'm saying what I'm saying, right? Uh-huh. And I usually get thumbs up because everybody know who my influences are who, if they heard this album, they would be proud of this album because they know I did my homework and my research on the culture. So, I already know what I'm doing in that department. I already know what I'm doing when I'm producing as well. Like, this shit is literally, I can produce an album for a nigga off the street that we once we had that conversation of what they want to do, I'm going to do that. Exactly how they told me they wanted it. And at the same time, make sure this shit is quality on my end. So, Um, but yeah, me and Blaze never argued about music. Like, I would tell him, okay, re-record that. Cause you know, his posture might not be right. Or like he the way he the way he reads the uh his lyrics off his phone, Mm -hmm. he's looking down. Yeah, yeah. And that's that causes the muddiness. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And once I realized that's why I couldn't get his vocals, I'm not an engineer in any capacity, I definitely use presets. But, um, and I don't tweak them. I just leave it alone. But uh, <laughs> just so he can listen to it in the car. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But um, once I realized, like, bro, you need to stop looking down yeah. because your vocals are going to be money every time. Like, hold it like this. So once we started, again, got to start understanding who you're working with. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, never argue. Like, I always, I like, no, it need to go like this. Or he'll ask me, does this need a hook? Or... Should I keep rapping? Usually, I'll tell him it's good. Like, I think you said everything you need to say right there like that. Like, how you're saying it or whatever. Or <clears> I'll tell him to keep going because the beat's fire. It depends on the beat. If the beat is fire, yeah. and you feel like you can keep going, then keep going. Because we create everything in the moment. Like, I don't send him beats. I make it when he gets there. And he writes it when I'm done making it. And then we record it. And then he goes home.
0: You know, that's, like, how we work. That's, like, the where the term producer came from is that how they that is. Mm. Cuz like, you know, Quincy Jones when he made like Thriller and shit, he was in there yeah. every song with Michael Jackson when they were crafting that shit. You know what I'm saying?
1: I am more than like mm. a fire ass rapper, bro, cuz I am that. I really pride myself on production. Yeah. Because one thing you got to always realize or uh, one thing it took me a minute to realize I was just explaining this to a um, a woman last night. I was because I was telling her like uh oh, I did a beat tape for Dalton's uh wife for her birthday. And he uh, put the video together. Yeah. Well, we can we can, yeah, we can Yeah. And she was like, "What's a beat tape?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know who you're talking about yeah. now, for so sure. I was like,
1: <laughs> "Okay, let me break it down." Alchemist is one guy that I can point to easily. There's some beats that people make that aren't what people are rapping on at that moment. Uh-huh. They're just making yep. it because they're a fan of this particular sound. And sometimes if you're lucky, like Alchemist, you'll put a couple beats on a beat tape that Schoolboy Q uses for his debut album. Yeah,
0: and a lot of times Alchemist like crafts albums to just be instrumental albums. Like, yeah. yeah, so
1: <clears throat> the thing about that, I was uh, well, I, I brought that up to say, mm-hmm. you know, words are like a rapper's voice, a singer's voice. They're a form of another instrument, obviously. Yep. Mm-hmm. But you can do without that instrument because the beats are so lush and beautiful. Like you can literally put out an album why do full you, of
0: beats. Yeah. Why do you think lo-fi is so popular right now? Yeah. It's because it's just a vibe. Yeah, it's it it just gives you that relaxing, cool calm vibe. And then like you're not there you can nod your head. Yeah. Like it just guides you through. And and yeah.
1: and and I think that's the beautiful thing about production or being a producer rather. Yeah. That I seen a conversation the other day. Are writers more important than the producer? No. And that I can't stress enough. No. no. Cause what are you writing to? Uh, if you're a song writer, mm-hmm. you have to write. Like, now it's a difference between coming up with an idea, but even in your head, you have a melody that's music.
0: Yeah.
1: Like even if you're humming something in your head
0: and you're it down, because a producer, cuz if they do pre write a song, right? Yeah. They have this how they have the hook everything laid out. I want to give this to Beyoncé, for instance. Right. Um they're going to go to a producer and be like, "Hey, what do you think this sounds like?" Right. The producer is going to create from scratch what he thinks the song is about to be.
1: And if you have a really good producer, Ie Timbaland or uh I'm trying to think of somebody else who I know like makes beats like in that moment. I guess The Neptunes um they can literally hear what you're singing mm-hmm. and start building around hit boy, hit boy. So mm-hmm. uh, I just find it I find it fascinating that these same kind of conversations always circle circle back around the producer. Yeah, I, like,
0: I I don't I'm not bashing songwriters. No, not at yeah, all. Because I'm just,
1: look, I'm a songwriter. I'm not going to bash myself. I
0: just, I yeah. I'm just saying. I feel like, uh, the producers the most disrespected. Oh yeah, because they get they're the ones that always get finesse on payments. You know why though?
1: Why? Because produce there's an abundance. Yeah. Of producers, mm-hmm. like it's like it's almost like if you won't do it, somebody else will. Because they know they can go anywhere in America, in the world, that somebody is making a beat. Mm-hmm. Now it's harder to find, it's harder to find a talented artist than it is to find a talented producer. Mm-hmm. You'll find a you'll find a producer that literally Metro got popping because of his tags. Mm-hmm. Like the beats were co- like his beats got popping because of that tag. And niggas wanted to work with him because of that tag. Uh-huh. No matter what beat he made, the Metro don't trust you, I'm just, like, you like it's going to go.
0: Yeah. So, it's like the stamp. Yeah. yeah
1: so mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, the seal of approval. Mm-hmm. Like, if I got a Metro Blooming Beat, I'm going. So I don't know too many. Look, we had the versus, the versus thing popped off during uh, COVID. We had Jontay, Austin, and Neo. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew John Tate, uh Austin wrote fucking We Be Belong Together oh. and I Think You Better Leave.
0: Bro, he killed that battle. Me
1: alone. Look, Neo did all he could do. Yeah, but. But Jhontae has. Because hits.
0: you don't know, bro. <laughs> and we'll ne-
1: we would have never known. Like, yeah. I, look, I'll say me. I would have never known who wrote those songs. They're just good fucking songs that won't go away. Yep. You know what I'm saying, and he wrote <laughs> yeah. all of them: Anlea, yep. uh, Mary J. Blige, Mariah Carey. Mm-hmm. Like you can't, you know, like it's just a beautiful thing. But at the end of the day, the 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 producer has become the new like NBA person in rap, because you know, mm-hmm. rapping rapping. The NBA, they they interchange like rappers want to be ballers and ballers want to be rappers. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like the dress or the swag, the bravado. And I feel like the producer has stepped up and kind of filled that void of like the rappers trying to be ballers. Like producers are like Hit Boy. You see him everywhere now. He's in the videos now. You see motherfucking mustard in the videos now you see fucking timbaland was always in the videos diddy was always in
0: the video diddy (laughs) was
1: always jd like (laughs) producers have always been there whether you wanted to give them their credit or not but again without that beat for real they not you're not moving ain't nobody finna go diamond off of acapella yeah nobody and that and not from rap at least I think you have to be a very, like, your cadences have to be so sharp that you can almost imagine what the beat is behind it. Kendrick probably could do it. If he put out an acapella album, like, I'm like, no beats,
0: he'll probably sell because. How melodic he is, yeah. That's going to work,
1: you know what I'm saying? But beyond that, like. And so
0: we mix the shit. It's going to be mixed so crucial. Yeah,
1: so. Yeah, yeah. Beyond that, I mean, niggas not finna go diamond off of a your voice alone. You need that music. You know what I'm saying? So that conversation, again, anytime a music conversation circles up, when it's a versus type of thing, it's always going to go back to the beat. Always. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just,
0: all they're doing, all you're doing when the versus set is you're creating a DJ set. That is all you're doing. Is you're creating a DJ set with your own songs, basically. And you go for impact. And then you got to sequence them correctly. You can't start too hot, yeah, because you don't want to come out with a your banger. and you're, just, you know, you have a deep cut next. That's not how it's gonna work, right? You gotta, you gotta give that impact because you gotta. So, like for instance, the Jeezy and Ti battle that's gonna happen. We can get into that.
1: I want to say one mm-hmm. thing: the only song I've heard the acapella that I like better than the song with the beat mm-hmm. is uh, the Open to Belly. Okay. Have it do you want me? Yeah. Like you can't have it, but but there's melody there. Yeah. How? <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's it's doing some shit. Like it's just not like You know what I'm saying? That's hard <laughs> and like and what that is it, it catch you got to catch a vibe, nigga. catch a vibe. Uh TI versus Jeezy. Uh, last podcast I want to say it was like being discussed. I don't think it was fully like we're doing it. Yeah,
0: it you me, like. But think we all talked about GZ JZ, uh, yeah. yeah, obviously. Look, yeah.
1: it, uh, as I've heard echo, I'm going to echo the same sentiment that I'm sure y'all all heard. This is GZ's battle to win if he plays, uh, but depending on his order. Yeah, has we, sequence it right because yeah. this is one thing I know for sure. He needs to call me. Ti is going to have more dated sounding songs than Jeezy would. Yes, Jeezy ushered in the trap era. Ti beats beats wise. DJ Toomp is a big reason why trap is what it is today. Mm-hmm. But but Jeezy was still talking that shit. And then he, and then Shoddy Red really don't get enough credit for what he did. Nah, he doesn't because it was Shoddy Red, then it was Lex, then it was Metro. Like those were the big and Sunny, Sunny and Metro. But Shoddy Red, what he was doing, mm-hmm. still, if we didn't, if Shoddy Red did not do what he did, you got to think about the history of those type of beats. Wouldn't have Hard in the Paint. Wouldn't have Ham. Wouldn't have. BMF. Yep. There's some very like because the first producer I heard use that stomp that Kanye likes to use was on BMF. No, it was uh Shoddy Red, actually. Shoddy Red was the first person to use that stomping type of whatever that is, the heavily reverb, like yeah, yeah like it was Shoddy Red. He's the he he literally now. I know T.I. opened that Trap Museum in Atlanta. I know they got a Jeezy section. I know they got a Gucci section. They need a shoddy Red section, bro, because he literally changed the sound. Like, sound has not changed. It's it, There's only been a few times in my life that mu- the sound of music has changed. It was it was Boom Bat. Then it was like the clubby shit in the mid-2000s. Mm-hmm.
0: Snap music.
1: Snap music, trap music. Mm-hmm. And, um, damn, there was another one. Trap. Uh, uh, uh. But, anyways, trap lasted the longest. Mm-hmm. You can still go back and play a trap record from 05, 06, and it still hits you like in your chest. Like, it's just a it's different like it sonically changed the landscape of what how music that that's the newest genre it was the it's still to this day like the newest genre that we have in hip hop is trap it's only like twelve years old that genre you know what I'm saying so it's like and what Metro was able to do to take it to the heights that he took it um obviously it's like it's it's kind of like if I could compare, it's like Lex Luger's Dave Chappelle. Not Lex Luger, um, Shoddy Red's Dave Chappelle and Metro's Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. That's how I would kinda cause if you know the earlier days of Chappelle, not like the 50 million uh fucking episode Chappelle, but Chappelle's show. Like when this shit was real, you know what I'm saying? Really real. Like that's what that's what Shoddy Red was doing with Jeezy. And But Lex, uh, I keep saying Lex Luger, Um, Metro glamorized that. You get Drake on it, Future, Uh you know, the polished, like, superstars of our day. And it's like a glamorized thing now. But even like the EDM crowd took that shit and flipped it into their own shit. But again, I'll never forget the feeling that I felt as a. Whenever Trap A Die came out that summer, I'll never forget. I will never forget hearing that album for the first time in the motherfucking Yukon when my uncle pulled up because he was doing some, you know, activities out here. <laughs> and he was with his homeboy that he do activities with. Yeah. Okay. He was like, come out to the car. I mean, mind you, I'm a kid. I can't even smoke cigarettes yet. And he was like, yeah, come get a car. You heard that new young Jeezy? Like, no, I'm still listening to Kids Bob. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He put that shit on. I was like, whoa, like again, <laughs> it was like a coming of age moment. Yeah. It was like, what the fuck is I've never heard this shit before. Like, nothing that's felt like that ever. Like, what is what is
0: this? And I was just sitting there like. And fuck. And Jeezy created the um ad lib thing. Yes. Because ad libs weren't popular like that. Especially for the effect that he made it. Yeah. With. Like, cause sometimes you'd be like, uh oh! Like, we'll be right, in the background, right, but right. like, Ludacris did some stuff, but like, Jeezy. It, yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah, like, you literally was a part of yeah, like, and Yeah, shit. it yeah. was part of the beat. Yeah.
1: And niggas was reciting his ad, li- like, his ad-libs are so popular, we wouldn't have Can't Tell Me Nothing without his ad-libs. And just
0: think, like, that's why Rick Ross's hits are, huh? Like, yeah. because... Jeezy made that a modern thing yeah, to like, do.
1: Even Jay-Z tried to do the uh, like that little shit he was doing on uh, Blueprint 3. Like, Jeezy, and that's again, that's why I feel like he'll win. Because look, we didn't, we didn't, I didn't roll Jeezy's nuts long enough, okay? But that's why he's gonna win. Everything we just said. Here's why T.I. could win: because he's a Hollywood name. Like, everybody knows T.I. and Circle He's in Marvel movies, he was in movies with Denzel he 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 had a hit movie on his own atl you know what I'm saying King is one of those you'll never make again albums like it's a one of one
0: he never did again <laughs> yeah. he should like
1: that album yeah. should be revered as like that album should be diamond like in my opinion like that's how that's how uh good that album
0: is like but he had like a a two punch because he had Urban Legend, then King. That's just crazy.
1: And and the only reason why and the mixtape too before that when he was dissing Little Flip real hard, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, that all that was like because yeah. it was that it was it was Urban Legend, the mixtape, mm. then King, and that one two punch. Like it was almost like when Lil Wayne said, "I'm the best rapper alive," we believed it. When T.I. said, "I'm the king of the south," we believed it. When for real. When Pharrell got on that call and said, "If you're a mu- music head or hip hop head," Pharrell got on the call on that uh, on that mixtape and said, "Yo, like T.I. like the down south Jay Z. That's all you needed. Like, yeah, I believe it now." You got Bun B on there saying, "Yo, I'm Scarface on there." Oh, speaking of Scarface, you know what I'm saying? Uh, he needs a liver. I don't know if you've been aware of that. Like, yeah, he's sick. Uh, mm-hmm. So I hope he gets the. Uh, yeah,
0: he's. Had, I mean, he's had that problem, and then he 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 did have COVID. He made it through that, but uh, he definitely still needs. Um, yeah, so I mean, can, you know, yeah.
1: speedy re, speedy wishes to uh, Scarface. But Scarface even got you know what I'm saying? Got on there and was talking, but needless to say, that run T I was on right there, Urban Legend. That uh Down with the King, Gangsta Grills, and uh, King, like. I, nah.
0: Urban Legend was pretty much all on the radio. The yeah.
1: Whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that album, even that album, like ASAP, I used Motivation. to play. Motivation. I used to play uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Yep. Turn that down and listen to ASAP when I was driving. Yeah. Like, that just was the perfect. You better get on your job. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, like, T.I. has. That going for him. But again, I think because he started before Jeezy, obviously a lot of his stuff is going to sound more dated. Like, mm-hmm. if you play why you want to go and do that, like, okay, we going to remember it, but it's like, are we finna listen? I don't want to just, with the little island drums ding, and all this ding, shit. Ding, like, uh, ding, uh, you ding. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, okay. Because
0: if he plays that and then Jeezy plays, like, standing ovation next, you're going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, <he> really- <laughs>
1: like, Jeezy literally could, every, like, yeah. hit or radio hit that T.I. got, Jeezy literally could play his first album against anything. Mm-hmm. And, and... Don't
0: forget it, his features, either. Yeah. Jeezy... He got... Don't forget, he's got Jay-Z features. Jay-Z,
1: Ross now, they were beefing uh, earlier. He's on... B,
0: Joelle's, Cameron. He got, he got yeah. songs with all these motherfuckers. Lil Wayne. The Game.
1: Uh, two chains, YG, cause everybody know when my nigga came out, like, and then the remix. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, by the way, what's that one song? I don't Rack know. City remix.
0: Oh, Okay, Meek
1: Mill. That is pro- next to Snoop. The song he made about Snoop uh, passing. That's probably Meek Mill's best verse to me.
0: Really? Yes.
1: Interesting. <laughs> How that bitch started. Um. Uh, Damn, it's gonna come to me, bro. Well, I used to li- I, I I just I used to listen to that song for his verse, because <laughs> i like, my bitch, look like she say, hurry up." And I, I forgot how he started that bitch. He started that shit. out so play. I was like, "Okay, I fuck with me." I like the house party shit. I like that. I like the Amen record. You know. Then he put out his first album, whatever. And then it, he, uh, Kendrick was on one of his mixtape joints. Yep, on the one of those. Uh... Meek, I don't know what it was, but Meek Meek is cool, but we're not talking about him right now. But T.I., like, I think another thing that will help T.I. too is his features as well. Like, earlier in his career, he was body and shit. I know right now, fucking fact, when when T.I. plays about the money, Jeezy's losing that round. Yeah. Easy. When T.I. plays what you know about that, Jeezy's losing that round. Mm Mm-hmm. I want to say Bring em Out is going to win, and I'll tell you why. It's kind of not fair, because Swiss Beats is like the fucking owner of the platform that they're playing these songs. And I feel like that song was, it was cool in the South, but I feel like it was bigger in New York because of the Jay-Z hook.
0: Yeah, but that song didn't really pop like that in general because of the other hits on that album. But cause that was such a like... Rubber Band Man, David
1: Banner, when he was making beats. Yep. Um... I don't know, man. T, I got, um, again. He got joints for sure. I even think, I even like a lot of songs off of T.I. versus T.I.P. Like, him catching that case in the Walmart parking lot did more, de- like, it's, I want to say this the right way. That, 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 him getting, him going to jail right after this, because he had the Chevy, he had the Chevy deal. Mm-hmm. Like, because they had nothing but Chevys in that, um, uh, Top back, oh, when he played top back, I think Jesus. it's it's very close. He played top back, top back remix. I like my beat. Damn. It's close because that shit, like he was rapping, rapping on that bitch. But um, T.I. was at the height. A.T.L. Don't
0: forget he could play shoulder Lane too.
1: Yeah, but you man. know, uh, he could well, ain't I He could play that shit. Yeah. That shit was that shit was a smack, you know. Um, but yeah, I just yeah, T.I. was he was on his way that in. I think had he not went to jail for that the gun shit we'd be having a totally different conversation about TI. So
0: um again, I, my money's on GZ. well now also my money's also on GZ uh double now because no one likes TI right now. So yeah, he's, um, he's put his foot in his mouth several times. So it's going to be I think it's going to be just like a a fuck T.I. battle, but.
1: <laughs> well. It's. uh Not only fuck T.I. too, I mean. Uh, this is what I don't like, Dawn. And you don't have this shared experience because you're not black. <laughs> so. Okay. I hate the people that get on Twitter. Mm-hmm. That are black. Men and women alike. I'm not separating nothing. That just found out that they were black. In the sense of they're so holier than now. Oh, okay. When a black person makes a mistake or aren't sticking to the black agenda, whatever it may be. Right. They're coons or they're Uncle Toms or they want to be white or whatever. And I'm kind of like, if you were really aware of how the world is working around us, you wouldn't have said what you just said. So it's letting me know that you yourself Mm -hmm. had just got pro-black. And you black! And there's a lot of people like that on Twitter, but those are the ones that get verified. Mm -hmm. Those are the ones that have followings. Because there's more younger people starting to make that transition trying to get into, like, politics and how the black man is treated and how the black woman is... All that. How the black woman is treated. So a a lot of people are using their their powers for evil you know what i'm saying and i personally feel like when you see it as someone who's of i don't want to say free thinker because that's like got a bad taste liberal i guess i don't know that the right someone who's free you know what i'm saying open-minded to what's going on Mm. people like that people like me other people like me when you see that you need to speak up like on it because we cannot allow them to be the ones that Biden would invite to talk to right. or or Kamala or someone of pres- uh, because they're going to put the wrong message out there thinking that they're speaking on behalf of all black people when really – they're not, and I feel like it's kind of like a reverse psychology thing because that's what they're saying Ice Cube is doing. He's speaking for himself. That's what they're saying Ti's doing. He's that coronavirus shit was dumb. Uh, yeah.
0: No, so the Ti thing. Look, this isn't just this is this goes back a couple of years. Ti's done a couple of things these past couple of years where people just don't like Ti. Right. Um. But again, I mean, like. I could care less, but like, I'm just saying, like, that, I'm saying when this battle happens, people are going to be like, see? Yeah. This is why. You deserve that. Drink some hot tea, bitch. Right. Like, Like you deserve that type of shit. He's just going to have extra smoke on him. That's all. And
1: I don't think that's fair because that literally ain't got nothing. It's that age age old question. Well, that came to age this decade. Yeah. Can you separate the artist from the art? Can you? And. Why can you or why can't you? Me personally, I can. Now, I'm not listening to R. Kelly. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> was, that's the only. I was like, R. Kelly's the only one. that's like, ah, <laughs> right. Like, I'm not. I'm not going on Apple Music on my Apple iPhone 11. It because I just got it. And uh, typing in R. Kelly,
0: Chocolate Factory.
1: None of that. I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. But dude, can I still appreciate what he has done? This nigga wrote "Fortunate." Yeah. He did it. He did what he did. Yeah. He also wrote fortunate and I can live in that world. I can understand that this man is a criminal. He needs to be in jail and what he did was wrong. Brainwashed those women, whatever you want to say that he did. He also wrote fortunate,
0: <laughs> you know? No, that's a fact. He did write it. There's uh, no way around it. Yeah. Like, and yeah. that yeah. is,
1: in my opinion, one of the greatest R and B songs Ever he like, also made I believe
0: I could fly, but look, I don't listen to that shit anymore because I can't. In good conscience, sub- we tried to play Lil Wayne
1: at the listening party. Katie said, I- 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 "We're not doing that." I was
0: really just trying to play the mob, bro. Yeah, it's that, an amazing that intro. We,
1: we have to let some things go though. Like I can't look Lil Wayne later in his career for me. Anyways, I've been turned off. Why'd you let your dress get like that? It's just like stupid shit, you know. I'm not finna say this nigga did do drop one two three like I'm not finna say this nigga did make skies a limit or uh, yeah. uh the, the when he bodied upgrade you or none of it he did this look he I'm I'm also two.
0: I just know why, why people are so surprised he also said Black Lives Matter doesn't resonate with him
1: right there's a lot of black people that feel that way because
0: yeah. they are actively not going through it and yeah so I, th- that's what I'm saying I'm not I don't get why people are surprised by his analysis on anything but
1: uh I'll say this about the thing uh about people cuz this is this this is a nuanced conversation too like if it's not happening to you yes how do you uh mm-hmm. deal with it you know Correct. how do you how are you yeah. supposed to feel about it if it's not happening to you mm-hmm. this is the best way that I know how to put it okay so you live on a block and just any block any block okay and your neighbor, everybody's getting hit on your block, except for you. Like, Rob. Like, they're breaking uh, and entering into your house, okay. e- except for you. So, okay. y'all, you and your neighbors congregate outside one day, and you're like, yo, um, has, has anybody broke into your house? I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, got all my shit. We're good. I'm like, damn, like, he got hit, he got hit, she got hit, she got hit. Okay.
0: Why don't you get
1: Everybody go back in the house. Mm-hmm. They start to think, this motherfucker ain't get hit you don't seem to care that we got hit either. He's the one doing the hitting. And they bring that back to you. And, and you know, you're like, yo, hey, baby, I look, I, me and mine, we're good. So the analogy there is supposed to be, you know, community or at least something bigger than yourself at that point. Like, you have – you should – feel a way about your neighbor going through something because it's just that much closer to your house. Just because God got his hand on you at that moment, don't mean he won't take that bitch off for a second. Let you feel it, you know? So it's kind of almost like, let me do something about it. So this won't happen to me. Uh You know what I'm saying? Like that's the attitude that you should have. But a lot of people, I feel like in that position, there's some separation obviously mm-hmm. cuz they're fucking rich they move they're they're not in those they're, conditions yeah anymore. they're also
0: in their own bubble as well yeah and when I'm, you when you the the biggest thing i know from any like rich person that i've known um or seen or know anything about personally on a personal not just like people i idolize and like artists and actors and shit i'm talking about people i actually like know right that i've talked to that that, that do business one thing i know about rich people in general especially if they come from the dirt, right? Right. right. One thing they will do no matter what, um, there are some that will be like, boom, I made it out. I want to make sure other people make it out as well. I want to do all I can to help, uh, and make this a more common thing. There's people that do that for sure. You see LeBron doing it. You know, you see other people doing those things. Right. Then there's also the other side. They're like, I came up, from nothing. Right. I I had like, I had nobody there with me Me, when I was, I, when I was, I was out when I was down. So now that I'm up, I'm going to do anything possible that I can do to make sure I do not go back to what that was ever again. doesn't matter what's in the way, who's in the way. doesn't matter. I'm going to protect myself and my wealth. Yeah. Everything else doesn't fucking matter. Right. Which that's the most common thing that happens because they've, have felt being poor, they never want to go back to that. Yeah. So if something comes out that will affect that, they will actively do anything they can to stay and, away from Because it'll be their own self-interest. Pe- humans are naturally selfish beings.
1: Uh, yeah, I'll say that. And you literally have to have something happen to you
0: for character development. Right. But I just, I just know that's part of the, you know the sins that we were born with is yeah. greed and selfishness. Uh, so that that's part of it. Um
1: so you know the the ultimate thing here is if we want to go to like the bible, you know what I'm saying, it's do unto others as others do to you or whatever. The golden right? rule. <laughs> so it's kind of like or treat treat people how you want to be treated. Yeah, that's that's kinda, the golden rule. That's, you know, a more tame version of that um and I feel like that is uh, words to live by again, because you don't want to feel having to like, there's just certain things as a, as a human being that you also just have to be aware of. Like I always thought about, especially earlier in uh, Trump's uh, presidency, I always thought about like, bro, now I know because I, I realized the value of money, right? So it was like I know Trump is worth. Let's I'm just throw a random number. Let's try. Let's say Trump is worth two million dollars, right? So I know the house, the cars, your your eternal uh, family, like the kids. He's the a millionaire, Chris. Yeah, I know. I was just <laughs> I, I couldn't fathom a number that big. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So um, taking care of all that shit, you can't take care of the cousins from fucking Arkansas and you know, like you can't spread your wealth like that because of the lifestyle that you chose to lead. I get that. Right. right? I understand you help when you can, you can't help all the time. I get that. But you still got memories with these cousins. I'm assuming anybody, not even Trump. Look, I'll just use him as an example. But like me personally, if I was in the position of power and I knew I did, I was doing, I had to make a decision on rather, we're going to do a travel ban. Right. And I think like, what if my cousin was married to a Muslim woman Uh or uh, a Hispanic woman or whatever? And I made that decision. Like I had to realize like, I'm not, I'm affecting family at that point, family, not a stranger, not somebody that even voted to put me in place. Like my family is being, Uh, hurt by the decisions that I make that even goes beyond presidency. That goes about just being like a human being. Like every decision that you make, it got, you have to understand that it's, it's a ripple effect. It is, it's, 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 it's doing something around all the people around you. And I always thought like, man, like what if his family was poor? Like, would he want them to go through some shit like this? clearly trump is a bad example he's a
0: bad example because i don't think he has any morality at all but Uh, morale morale is
1: definitely uh morals is definitely something i feel like he lacks and he does even you can hear when he talks even when they ask him a question based off of morals he don't know how to answer
0: that he doesn't give a fuck yeah so he 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 can't fathom to answer a question about care what how do you spell care what does that mean
1: Right, and he tries to make something up, so that's when he starts stuttering and repeating a lot of the same words. Like It's just one of those things. But, mm-hmm. I mean, when we have these you know, conversations about, especially in the, the black community, about, okay, what has Trump done? Like Wayne or Ice Cube or whoever. When they ask, what has Trump done that's so bad that we're going to put a Biden in office when Biden and Kamala locked up all our people and shit like that, and I'll say this. And I said it last, uh, maybe two podcasts ago. Um, you do the crime, you do the time. Even me, if I commit a crime, lock my bitch ass up. I deserve to be there. Now, if I get away with it, I get away with it. But if I get caught, I don't. No free Chris T-shirts. T- no free my nigga on Twitter. None of that. I did what I did, and I and it was a conscious decision. Unless I have a a, a mental. Disability or something Where some other shit Took over You know what I'm saying I did what I did I deserve to go to jail Now Kamala's thing At least I haven't done my research On this Listeners please At the podcast And correct me if I'm wrong I don't know If she made Anybody's time Longer than it should have been That is what's being said I personally don't know That information I don't know that So I forgot what I started this with (laughs) I was on the thing and it just like went away. Uh, I don't know. I, I do the crown? Do the time? Oh, why? Why? Why Biden over Trump? So uh, a, a fact check that Joe Biden did not call black people super predators. He did call them a predator predators, but not super predator. That extra super. Look, like I said, there's a difference between Goku being a Saiyan and, and this goes one. Super Saiyan. There's a difference. <laughs> Obviously, he couldn't get the job done when he was just a sand fighting Frieza. He had to go super. So there's something more added into that, and that was Hillary. I feel like that was karma for Hillary. I don't believe that Biden is old that type of karma. I truly do believe, as old as he is, he realized that earlier in his life, he made certain mistakes that he's trying to correct. I believe that. Now, why when a black person asks me, okay, what's so bad about Trump? Again, like Dalton said, it's morality, it's morals. Dave Chappelle, who's literally, he gotta be top five artists to me. I'll talk about him as much as I can. And one of his specials, he said, having Donald Trump in the White House is like having a pilot that doesn't know if he can land the plane. And you don't want a pilot that doesn't know that he can't land a plane because if he doesn't land this motherfucker, if he's not confident in the job that he's doing, we could all die. And we don't want to die. Right now, Donald Trump is in the fucking pilot seat of the COVID 745, and this bitch is taking a nose
0: down. And you know what he just said? Hmm. It is what it is. Actual words.
1: And that's why I don't want him in there. Because if your pilot is panicking, that should cause you to panic. Unless you just live with no fear, which I don't know anybody that has that. So, we're not supposed to, but we do. And if your pilot is panicking like that, hey, this bitch is going down. And I need to start... Making calls and and telling people that I love him because we're not gonna survive this crap. If we have another four years of, I'm not saying that I'm not here to point fingers or blame anybody for anything. I just know, far as leaders go, he's not a good one. There's nothing you can show me that would convince me otherwise. I know he said things that's been disrespectful, hurtful. Allegedly, he's done things that's been disrespectful, hurtful. Changed the course of people's lives from. The moment it happened till forever. But I know without a shadow of a doubt, if we have another four years of Trump. <laughs>
0: you, you know, that's what I'm saying. It's, <laughs> it's too much of a, you don't know. I just, I, but you can kind of guess where it's going.
1: Cause we're right. already on that highway to hell. Uh, as yeah. that, that rock band put it so uh, poetically. We're on a highway to hell. Joe Biden is the exit. At least we can get off the highway for four years. Just four. Mm-hmm. At least we can get off
0: highway. I know for a fact he won't run again. right? Like, Biden's going to be all right. All right I'm, I'm, let's yeah, slow yeah.
1: down this yeah, process yeah. of us meeting our demise. Because Trump is, I'm talking pedal to the metal. We are burning rubber, baby. And If Biden is the exit, let's take the exit, let's collect, let's save money, let's buy our guns if you're into that type of thing. Let's make sure that our families are secure during these four years. Everybody needs to stack up. And if we finna get back on this highway, whoever comes next, whatever happens next, at least we'll be better prepared than when we were four years ago because nobody saw this shit coming. We are about to find out Tuesday.
0: Tuesday. Well, that's election day, so probably the 4th. We'll find out. Yes.
1: I'll tell you what. Um, This particular particular election has been the... uh, it, It taught me a lot about people. People that I know. People that I thought I knew. People that I didn't know that I need to know. People that I didn't know that I wish I never met. It's taught me a lot about people because again, when you're in that seat, uh, there's with great Uncle Ben, is a he needs to win a Pul- Pulitzer Prize. <laughs> Uncle Ben, <laughs> whoever wrote that line for him, oh, because it's very, very true. With great power comes great responsibility.
0: That was Stan Lee, bro.
1: Hey, God rest. You know, God rest his soul, man, Stan Lee the Go and Sean Connery, man. You know, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, the first James Bond. Uh, I'm sure he was in a slew of other movies I've probably never seen. Yeah, he's but in a lot I, of movies. I've definitely seen League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, and that is by far one of the... That's DC, right? Or uh, like a department
0: wait, of DC? Wait, you like that movie?
1: Are we finna argue?
0: <laughs> <laughs> not gonna argue with what I'm saying. You like the movie? I'll just leave it at that.
1: This is the... Look, I'll tell you why I like it. Okay. This is the first time Uh, I saw a superhero team up type thing.
0: Yeah. I think it came out the wrong time though.
1: Yeah. If it would have came out now, like with all that shit going, man, what? I really enjoyed that film. I did. I did. But you know, I like bad movies.
0: Yeah. It's a thing.
1: It's my thing. Last dragon, baby. Wait, do you like, you like last dragon? You have to like it,
0: right? You're talking about uh Bruce Leroy. Oh yeah. I, I like it for what it is, cause it's mad corny. Yeah, it's I think corny it's supposed fuck. to be. Yeah.
1: At that era, I don't think it was supposed to be. And that. it's
0: you got the glow. You got to know.
1: <laughs> it's just got that glow. You, come on, you go, disco hip hop motherfucking kung fu Harlem. A nigga named Shownuff, kiss my converse. Bro, a nigga it, that the, catch bullets with his teeth.
0: teeth. <laughs> nigga, Duh, come on. The acting in the movie is so bad. Oh, it's
1: bad. I remember they were gonna do a. Uh, they was gonna like redo it, and Buster Rhymes was gonna play Show Nuff,
0: nigga. That makes sense.
1: I wanted that, bro. Yeah, you know, my brother convinced me that I could be uh, uh, Bruce Leroy. Yeah,
0: that's
1: why I lost all that weight. I used to run you every can. day.
0: You can be Bruce Leroy. Not right? now.
1: I didn't got fat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was <would> literally <laughs> having to learn some martial that. arts. Yeah,
1: I had to start that shit all over again. But at that time, when it was like talks about it, yeah. I even, it was, I got my hair cut in a box. Like I really thought, <laughs> I, I, one of my, Yo. a guy that went to school with me, I won't say his name because, uh, me and the, uh, mother of his children were like really cool. And I don't, I don't think they rocking with each other like that. Right. And she listened to the podcast, but his mom is a talent agent. Oh,
0: wow. So okay. she
1: got him into commercials. I literally wrote him and like, bro, like, can you just put me in contact with your mom? Like, I want to try to act. This is after I got to the hospital. I was very, I, I I thought I could do anything. I was, I was bulletproof, and um, <laughs> he never hit me back. So I was like, "Oh, this nigga hater." <laughs> <laughs> but um, I really, I really wanted to do that once yeah. upon a time. Uh-huh. Did I? I told. Did I tell the? I did tell the story, uh, on the podcast about uh, that time I went jogging and they tried to rob me. Yep, I had to tell somebody that story recently. Uh, because I saw the guy. That uh, tried to rob me. Oh wow! Yeah,
0: you remember his face? Oh yeah. Okay, (laughs) you don't forget that. Okay.
1: Yeah, I saw him. If I I, if I give too much, like I have to explain too much.
0: Yeah,
1: I seen him very recently. Oh wow! Last week, Mm. Friday when my cousins came, I seen him that day. It was it was it was it was. was, I must uh, let I must say I must say, it was. It was powerful, almost. Because I was like, there's literally nothing you can say to me. Because you had the opportunity to either, like, gun butt me or any... And you didn't get shit off me. Like, you
0: know you didn't get nothing off me. You know what I'm saying? Nothing. You know, you know what that story reminds me of? What? Uh, I'm going to bring a a Hakusho reference because, you know, it's you. So it's your episode. I'm wearing a Hakusho shirt anyway. You know the episode where... Use case walking down the street after he comes back alive and he's just excited to be back to life. Yeah. And those guys, Where you going, young man? Yeah. What you got? And he's, he's like, like you, you guys see can see me? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, Oh, I could even talk shit and yeah, you know, yeah. Touch you. Yeah. Life's a wonderful thing. He's like, Yo, let's let's leave alone. Don't, don't mess with the crazies. Yeah. That's what advise that you every time because they probably were like, "Oh shit, we didn't expect this reaction." No, they
1: did. I know they didn't because again, yeah. <laughs> and I know I'm not gonna like regurgitate the story, but yeah. I will say this: even after they drove off, because they had, literally, I was in front of somebody's house, so they pulled into their driveway to reverse back out to go the opposite direction that they were facing. Mm-hmm. And I stood there and I raised my arms up. I was like, yo, y'all for like, I was so angry. I don't know if I had to, I don't know. You know, I wasn't thinking straight. So maybe I had a death wish. Maybe I was just trying to see, you know, but I was like, are y'all serious? Like, are y'all for real? Like I shouted that at them as they were driving off. And it wasn't because I was more mad that they didn't do anything to me. Like, Nick, like we in broad daylight. It's like five o'clock, summertime. So you know the sun take longer to go down. Five, six o'clock. I'm like, bro, y'all did all this for nothing. For nothing. Like at least like punch me or something. Like
0: they they were just trying to bitch you out, man.
1: And that's again, that's why I felt so powerful, especially mm. knowing that the album was going to come out. We were celebrating my cousin's birthday. When I seen them, I was just like, bro, you can't. I I, de- I defeated this already. Yeah. And I didn't even have to lift a finger. Nothing came no harm no again. The same shit that I had on my all my possessions like, bro, I'm really that nigga, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that as a as as for god to smite me and show me that I'm not like God brought me through that unfazed, unharmed, nigga. I was praying then more than I ever had in my life. Like that part of my life I'm reading the Bible. I'm trying to get into Islam. I'm trying to, like, understand God better at that point in my, and God really, like, just protected me, bro. And, like, because I should not be here. I I I almost od a nigga held a shotgun point blank in my face, and I tried to kill myself. And that's not a testament, like, yeah. For a motherfucker that's not, you know what I'm saying, supposed to be here, motherfucker. I'm supposed to be here. At least it at least today. You know what I'm saying? I don't know about tomorrow. But just I just I'm just realizing this now. That's why I'm so energetic. Like, bro, like that shit wild to me, bro. Like, I don't but the thing is, I talk about it so casually like it didn't happen. Like, it don't it don't phase me no more. Like, it don't phase me. Like. Nigga, I'm more worried about trying new candy than I was about that shit now in my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, this shit don't matter to me no more. Even my ex, like how... You remember I called you crying. I, I wanted to bring that conversation up like uh, at the, at the uh, listening. Because I never cried around anybody before.
0: Mm.
1: And I yeah, called you... You for, said
0: that too. You and, said those exact words, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I was like, bro, you have to know like something's going on inside of me because I never got that low before. And even that, because I posted a picture of Ryan on my story and I was like, this nigga literally saved my life yep. because when I did try to take my life, Ryan took me to the gym every day and she wanted to know why he saved my life. And I told her, she was like, are wow, you just talking about it so casually. Like, I was like cuz I'm past that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it happened. Like I can't do nothing that, you know, I'm still here. And it would have been a mistake. Like if I did do that, and I you know, I I probably would have ended up going to the bad place because God would be like, "Bro, that was a mistake." Like you know you you know how you know what I had for you waiting for you if you just got through that. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, man. <sighs> shit. I don't know what else to say. Talk to me nice. <laughs> talk to me nice. To me I don't nice. know. Uh, but yeah, uh, T.I.'s getting smoked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. Come back to that. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out somewhere to uh, fucking play. Alright. Uh, let's talk about um, some new developments. Uh, something that we kind of care about. When I found out about Moon Knight, if you don't know about Moon Knight, he's a Marvel character uh, who's like in prison Eight. or something. No, <laughs> oh, um,
0: it's a pretty obscure character, actually. Um, Marvel character, yeah. Um, but he, uh, he's actually one of my, like, he has like one of my favorite like runs on comics, I like because I like the artwork of of mm. Moon Knight. It's always very detailed. Mm. Um, a lot of people compare him to Batman, except he actually has powers. Um, so. Moon Knight there's a Moon Knight show in development they uh casted um Oscar Isaac
1: who was uh, uh in
0: Finn, no he was Finn right no he, he was he's Poe Dameron in Star Wars so, and he was uh, also Apocalypse, Apocalypse <laughs> in the the terrible X-Men movie um so uh but no he's not so all the basic thing of it he's a he was a mercenary who was on a mission in Egypt he gets killed in action but before he his soul leaves his body basically the moon god of egypt was like hey i'll bring you back to life if you let me like reside in your body and he was like bet and he comes back to life with um some powers he but basically people think he's crazy cuz he has this little literal god inside of his body like talking to him and shit telling him what to do so at nighttime, his powers like activate, so he gets like endurance, speed, and everything. And the funny thing is, in the Civil War comic book, that has that's nothing like the movie. It's completely different. Um, there was a bunch of different. So there was the main Civil War comic book, right? That would give you the main story, but then you had individual character ones, what they were doing during that time. Like so there's a Spider Man one. That shows you all the stuff that Spider Man was doing during Civil War. Mm-hmm. Then there's like there's one for like almost every character. So there was a funny part in it on in Captain America's book where when Captain America was like recruiting people for his team and so forth, he went to Moon Knight's apartment and Moon Knight was like, "Fam, I don't want nothing to do with any of this shit. I don't care about either of you." And then Steve Rogers literally told him, "He's like, no, nah, I didn't come here to recruit you." I I came here to tell you, stay the fuck out of our way, basically. Mm-hmm. Like we don't want your crazy ass in this battle, right? Um, because that, that's how crazy people think he is in in the comic book world. So I'm I'm interested to see kind of where they go with it. Um, because he basically is like a a comic book character with mental health issues. If you take it there, yeah. So I want to see what they. They do with it. Uh
1: uh We had we we heard whispers of Shia was going to play this character,
0: but we all we really know is that Marvel has talked to Shia about something too. I, I, I know really Iceman won't. was like, yeah, also I saw that. Te- but yeah. oh.
1: we'll see. I want to see him in a
0: grittier, darker type of thing. No, I like Oscar Isaac though.
1: Yeah, I mean, he. I think uh, he'll they're definitely bringing. I it think to they're.
0: Going, I think they're going to the more older because he was he's not he was never young in the comic book. Right. Right. Um, right. So
1: uh, I think- Shia. Uh, Mm, I don't know I don't know I, I'm trying to picture him in DC or Marvel like which one would like suit who he is better mm-hmm. um, Obviously depending on who who's directing what uh, DC because like if let, uh, hypothetically if we ever did get let, Red Hood let's say he portrayed Red Hood like I feel like he could bring that character all the way to life. Yeah, if you know you have the right director behind that.
0: I don't know if they'll do that right now because they already have Red Hood and Titans coming. So
1: yeah, um, but in Marvel, I I almost want to say like he would be he could play one of the defenders more like more ground. I can't just see him flying around shooting people. You know what I'm saying? No. Nah, I see him be, on the ground. It would have, hand, have to be confident. something more grounded. Like, yeah. Like um, Daredevil or like, or like not play Daredevil, but a character like that where he yeah. ain't got like laser beams coming out his asshole. You know what yeah, I'm
0: saying? Yeah. I'd have to think about it. He had to be somebody who like, just is not having a good time. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I have to he think about it. He could
1: play a young Logan.
0: Yeah. Uh. Emotionally. Yeah. I, that's an interesting one. Uh, it really depends on what they make him look he like. He even play Sabretooth,
1: a young one. I I think aggression. Anything that's aggressive, but there's a method behind the aggression. Yeah. He could do a good job at Shia. Uh-huh. Uh, he has to have a purpose for the chaos. Like, I don't yeah. think he's just be... Uh, he could never play the Joker because Joker's just Joker.
0: Yeah.
1: I feel like if J- uh, Shia ever played Joker, he would give Joker... Like, he would have to... Give Joker a reason to be what he is, and I don't think that's yeah, how you need to play. He's Joker too young more. as well. Yeah, yeah, maybe we need to get a little older. Um, but yeah, I don't. To be honest, bro, it's like like I don't really, I don't see Leo being in like a Marvel type of thing. No, won't ever happen. You know what's crazy? I hate to make this comparison because they're such fun movies. It's almost like the Marvel universe is dancing with the stars. If you catch what I'm, you know what I mean, because like, I mean, yes, they they find and develop like people that like Tom Holland, uh, the guy from Atlanta. I can't think of his name. I know he's going to be in the uh, Eternals or whatever. But then you got you think about Robert Downey Jr. You think about well, they
0: re- that revised his career though. Yeah, it he did. was He was down and out for it, a while. It did.
1: Yeah. Angelina Jolie, like you know, stars that have already been you know popping. They they kind of like you know come on over to Death Row them. You know what I'm saying. Um, which isn't a bad thing, but that's and definitely then, what I compared to. I
0: mean, it made a lot of these people mega stars. Like, yeah. For instance, Chris uh, Evans. Chris Evans had a bunch of movies before that. Yeah. Most of them were comedies. Yeah. He had like a couple like super semi serious roles. Mm-hmm. Um, he was already in comic movie Fantastic Four, The yeah. Losers, all those things. But like this, like he is Captain America. Like, Chris Evans is that guy. Yeah. Like now, like he that nigga. Yeah. Yeah, and then.
1: Mark Ruffalo, like, I know he was in shit. He was 30, uh, 13 going on 30.
0: Yeah, he was in a bunch of stuff, but, like, people didn't really... Like, he was more of a niche. Yeah. Like, you had to go see those movies, like, to know. Right. You probably recognize... Like, I recognize his face. I, I guarantee you didn't know his name, though. <laughs> you probably be like, I've seen him before, yeah. but I don't know where. Um, And then uh, ScarJo, I mean... Scarlett Johansson. I wasn't. I wasn't made privy to
1: her. That was at Diamond when But uh, th-
0: this Marvel franchise literally made her the richest actress.
1: Yeah. I, again, bro. I had no idea Diamond was a mega fan of her. She had pictures of her all over her. I mean, wall. she was
0: always a beauty symbol. Like, yeah, she was, she was always yeah.
1: bad, but I never knew. Like again, even I didn't know who she was outside mm-hmm. of Marvel. Like, yeah. I don't know any other movies. That's how crazy.
0: That that the Marvel movies are because some like these these movies are so big that you're like I forgot they even did other movies right
1: I <laughs> don't know what the fuck Scarlett Johansson was in before she was Black Widow I mean I, outside of like the Marvel universe because she was in the Tony shit first the Iron Man movie first yeah so Marvel but, stuff though yeah that's what I'm saying I didn't want to just like start her career Marvel like career with the Avengers but because <laughs> yeah. she was in Iron Man two yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. I didn't want to like just that's not where she started. She started before that. But um, the
0: only one that really, uh, it didn't like change their status was Samuel Jackson. Cause, no, because Anthony
1: it, Fucking Mackie is still a piece of shit actor.
0: Yeah, it oh, definitely put him on the map, though.
1: We didn't talk about. I'm finna, I'm finna get mad, and I got a pee, so it's like yeah, two things we, working. We're gonna end but soon
0: anyway. It's okay.
1: What's up, Mike? We did talk about Michael B. Jordan producing Static Shock, right? Yeah, yeah, we did. I'm still not a fan of that. I don't care. He's gonna sneak his way on. But anyways, let's get back tomorrow. Um,
0: <laughs> as long as he's not static, bro, that's all that matters. Um But I was gonna say, since they have static shock, I hope they bring Batman Beyond to some capacity up.
1: They're gonna have to, bro. It's like and I hope Michael Keaton is old Bruce. We'll see what they do. Cause he play if, a-
0: if this if this flash movie worked, anything's possible. Yes. Anything's possible. Is there anything else that uh uh I was just gonna say so um so this week was the Talk to Be Nice episode. Chris album came out. Like I said, everything's gonna be in the descriptions, all that good shit. Um But my wife's birthday my my wife's, my wife's birthday is on Thursday, November fifth. Um it's her birthday. So um for it was really supposed to be for the wedding, but we kinda we started working on Chris album and every, the wedding and all that stuff's kind of gotten away. But for her birthday, me, like I, I got Chris to help me make, uh, a beat tape and, uh, for her birthday. It's called the wedding tape. Um, so it's basically for a, a wedding present in her birthday gift. Um, basically it's a, um, some instrumentals with all her favorite stuff, like animes, uh, Harry Potter, um, different samples from those things um, and stuff through our life, uh, just sampled into beats, uh, and then laid out into album format. Um, I, I, I mixed and mastered it myself. Um, I put some skits in there. Um, I even got her like, uh, a merch store just so she can have like the full album release, uh, feel. So we're going to have a listening party on her birthday. Um, i'll probably it'll be the album will be available on soundcloud and our Bandcamp, but i'm not releasing it on streaming for obvious reasons uh because i'm sampling stuff that you know like mega properties and then also um really it's more of a an intimate release so the soundcloud just if you want to listen to it the band camps if you want to support i got the Bandcamp set up to where if that album's purchased it goes to our um you know, our like personal account. So it, it goes to like help us, uh, here. So if you want to, you know, support my wife, uh, I'm, I'm trying to have her on the next episode for her birthday and her to talk about it. Uh, so we'll have a good album release party for that on her birthday. Um, so there's probably gonna be like some footage from that coming out at least some point. I made her a little movie for it and everything. So yeah, we're in here. The wedding tape. (laughs) Yep.
1: Um, I guess, uh, lastly, but not leastly, uh, your stream talked to me nice. Uh, and I really want to know your honest opinion, man. Like as much shit as I talk, you know, did I do justice? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The, the layer, the album is multi-layered to me, obviously. Um, again, from the production to the writing, uh, the content. Um, Okay. Uh, so yeah, there's a, there, there's multi-layered, you know, if you like hip hop, you like sampling, you like niggas talking very reckless on records. Um, you like well put together songs. Uh, this might be the album for you, man. So go ahead, check that out, run that up. And I do want your honest opinion. So find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, see me in the street. You know what I'm saying? Uh, see me in the tweet, you know what I'm saying? just let me know how you feel and uh let's build, let's conversations rule the nation you know what i'm saying so uh let's have a let's have some conversations around it yeah so that's it mm-hmm. this this one got me uh oh. on my level
0: all right well <laughs> like i said everything will be in the descriptions it's all over our socials so uh but like i said buy to bank account. thank you
1: bye Talk to me nice.